uh, no, dude, I'm, I'm happy we got it, man. But thank you so much for joining me today, bro. Uh, yo, I'm a fan, bro. I'm a big fan. Um, the first time I saw you, you oh, absolutely, man. The first time I saw you, I'm not gonna lie, was um, uh, was on the Tuesday Night Contender series. And, oh, yeah. and, I, and I'll be the first to admit, man, every time I see a brother come on there, I'm absolutely cheering for the black dude. I'm like, all right, let's see what he has. Let's go for it, you know? And uh, and you went out there second round, nasty one, too. And once I saw you, I think it was uh, the left hook with the right hand over the top and mm-hmm. uh, drop dude, ugly dude, like I said, put him straight into like the shadow realm. And uh, <laughs> and now, like I said, man, you, you're on. Honestly, I think personally, you should be on an eight fight winning streak. Your record's ten and two because I, I absolutely think you you beat Zach Otto one thousand percent. I think you beat him. Um, but dude, please tell me a little bit about, like I said, just for the listeners and everything going. Um, again, first of all, thank you for joining me. And uh, dude, yeah, man, tell me a little bit about your journey, man. Oh, I mean, uh, I started off training uh, in New York originally, and then I moved to California. And uh, I was training uh, in San Jose for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, actually, just recently, I, just recently, I just moved down to uh, San Diego. Oh, so, like, Alliance! I'm, yeah, an awesome. Alliance. I'm training down here now. Dude, great so, like, uh, it, it's, it's been uh, all over the place. The, the, the thing about me is like everywhere I go, I try to learn everything I can, and like you know what I mean, like really absorb the martial arts in the area. Awesome, you know, like uh, everything that's available. Uh, I started training, funny enough, in Kung Fu first. That's so, what's up. Uh, it, 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 was, it was JKD. So it had um, Muay Thai, it had Jiu-Jitsu, it had different things. But uh, the, the one of the main guys for uh, Dan Asanto, who was uh, Bruce's protege, yeah. he came to our school and gave us a speech. And he was, uh, you know, doing a seminar also. But he was talking about how, how every 10 years he, you know, goes on this journey. He learns new, new skills and grows as a martial artist. And uh, I've been trying to, like, keep that with me. So, you know, like uh, every time I, I train somewhere, I try to get everything I can, the, the, the martial arts in the place from the people. And, you know, like I try to build myself myself up to be like, you know, the best I can be. Absolutely. You know? Well, dude, I mean, you've gone to two of the best teams in the planet, man. It, that, that's like being, I mean, first of all, AK, I've had uh, Rosendo on the show before. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, oh, good dude, man. Good dude. He's been on a couple <laughs> times. Um, so I know the quality of the coaches. I mean, you have DC. You got everybody there, man. For yourself, though, how did mm-hmm. they, going from New York, coming to, to uh, San Jose, how how did that benefit your skill set? And being there with those coaches, how do you feel like your game as a martial artist really rose? Oh, in, uh, in San Jose? Yeah, absolutely. I, I can tell you right now, I can wrestle for crap. <laughs> <laughs> I can wrestle for life. I remember, I remember the, the first wrestling practice, when they were saying things, I was like, are you speaking English? What is that? What, what is that? Like, you know, like, they're like, oh, down block, whoa, whoa, whoa. run the pile, uh... You're like, oh, okay. I was looking around, right? <laughs> yeah. So th- that was definitely, and also um, just training with them and sparring with them all the time. You know, like, uh, cause I was there for a lot of years before I got into yeah. UFC and got into the show, and I did a lot of sparring with these guys. You know, from heavyweight all the way to lightweight, and you know, I got a lot of uh, a lot of experience with them, but also with their mentality and watching them spar each other. You know, I think that's the thing that um is really priceless. It's not just the, the the knowledge you get like verbally, but being able to watch and get the the feeling, almost like a like you might know a math problem, like 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 know the formula, but then when you know why it works, yeah. it sticks with you, you know. Yeah, so I, I got the file out there. You know? That's awesome, man. And, and dude, being there, I mean, just looking at even from when I saw you, for instance, in the Tuesday Night Contender series, which I want to ask you about, because that in itself, 
So with all Corona and everything going on, it seems like that's how fights are going to be from now on. Like 12 people in a room, that's yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, I got to ask you about yes, that. Man. But dude, you're, you're like from there to your last couple fights. And I know I also got to talk to you about some of the injuries you've had because it's been about a year since you've competed. But yeah. um, because I want to see how your recovery has been going, man. But I saw your skill set jump, man. Like each fight, you can <laughs> see you getting more comfortable and growing and stuff. Do you feel like just being there and, and knowing like, yo, dude, I belong here. Has that like really helped you out in, in, in your process through the in, in your career now? Uh, definitely. I mean, uh, I think the biggest change for me, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like a thing that I feel a lot of martial arts, a lot of people who are kind of like, you know, quiet people, like, you know, introverted kind of people, like they have this problem where they might believe themselves, but they're afraid to say it out yeah, loud, you know? Absolutely. And uh, the, the biggest change I had was I started saying it out loud. When I started saying things out loud, and I'm not talking about being boastful, but just being like, when someone says, hey, uh, you know, how are you going to do this weekend? Like, and I'm thinking, like, I'm going to destroy this guy. And I'm like, right, uh, I'm going to try my best, and I'm going to, you know, that that energy of kind of holding back mm -hmm. how you really feel, like, over time affects you. So, you know, I, I, I think uh, it's, really the, it's really important to be able to express yourself. And that's what I really got. I got the uh, the ability to express myself from being there. Okay. Uh, from looking at around and saying, look, these, this guy's a world champion. That guy's a world champion. You know, I'm training with this guy. I'm, I'm hanging with this guy. Like, why do? Why would I think that I that I can't compete on the, on a higher level? Yeah. You know. Yeah. And once I made that 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 decision, I just I ran with it. <laughs> you know, <Dude. laughs> like I like. Any opponent, just just come on. Well, yeah. well, dude, it's working. Whatever you're doing, brother, it seems to be working, man. Um, <laughs> like I said, it has been about a year. And I know even on your IG a couple of days ago, you posted about it and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> you, bro, how, how is the how has the recovery been? And granted, we know we have some time to wait. Well, I don't know if it's up to Dana. He's sending us all to Mortal Kombat. But <laughs> you know, but for yourself, fam, like, how has that process been for you? Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's been kind of, it's been kind of rough. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that, dude. Yeah, I'm sure, I mean, man. But, well, it, the, the funny thing about it is, because, because, you know, I always try to take things with a little bit of humor, yeah. and it also, but, like, it, it was easy in terms of the initial injury, okay. uh, because I tore my bicep, and, like, you know, it, it was a very mechanical healing process, like, within four months, I was good. I was, hey, you know, I was, uh, I was hitting pads, and I was, like, moving around, okay. and this was fun, but then I found out, Right at that at that time when I was at my highest point, I, I went through all the rehab and I was pushing. I, I kept thinking of a. Uh, you ever seen that movie? Um, the Brucey story, uh, the dragon story. Like, where like he hurts his back and he's training and he's trying to yeah. come back. I kept about it. I, I watched all these different things and I was getting hyped. So now I'm feeling good and I'm training. And then I found out that I actually had a foot injury oh, that was bothering man. me. But it's not that yeah. bad. It's just it's just, it's just a foot. It was really actually messed up. I actually like uh, crushed a part of my foot, <laughs> and I'm oh, and I'm walking around with it and training for like months. So then just a, just a savage. Hey man, why you let DC step on your foot like that, man? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it was actually it was it was from the fight. So um th that night that you know like uh it was hurting and it was healing. But it got to a point to where I was just kind of like, yeah, it'll take care of itself. But it was actually a, a pretty rough injury, and then it, I might have had to have surgery. And that, once I heard that, man, I got so sad. Like, all this, like, yeah, yeah. I'm about to fight soon turned into, like, oh, my gosh, what is going on? <laughs> you know? Bro. I started thinking about all the, the responsibilities I have, you know, as, as a father yeah. and a husband, yeah. you know, and, and things I had to do. I didn't want to wait another year. That, that would have been a, an extra 
like <laughs> time to heal. But thank God, uh, everything worked out, and like uh, right now, I'm 110 percent like uh, feeling So when do you think? And yeah. I mean, again, Dana's trying to get everybody to fight. He's out there on some, you know, who who's willing to fight and we're saying lives. What's up um, with him? How, how like for you? What's your timetable? You say you're ready to come back, and now you're in alliance. I mean, for you, when would you ideally want to be back? Well, honestly, um, I wanted to fight this this Saturday right. coming. Uh, it was April eighteenth. Like, uh, fr- from from before, uh, I wanted to. My my plan was to come here and then uh, train and then fight in uh in okay. April. But um, then as I was getting my way back down, like I got, uh, I, I was like, okay, well, now I'm lighter than I've ever been. Everything was fine. And then this thing happened, and all of a sudden, like we we couldn't train as much. I couldn't go to the gym to train. I had to kind of put on schedule and do things do things differently. And it affected me a little bit because the most thing that affected me was uh, my confidence in losing weight. You know, so like uh, I, I actually I wanted to fight. Uh, well, yeah, th- th- this 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 Saturday I had an opportunity to, but I didn't know if I could make weight because I was like still coming down from you know like like man. I posted the thing on, on on IG at two fifteen, but that's after I started working out, you know, <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? So like, I I needed to be consistent training, and uh, now I've kind of toned up and my training at home, and I'm 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 a light again, like really re- really good. So I'm in, I'm in the, you know the nineties yeah. again. because <laughs> so you're good. big for the so, weight class, bro. Well, it, the irony of it is, I was small for the weight class up. So I used to, I, I used to fight for what, fight one eighty five, yeah. and I, I loved it. But every time I fought, I felt like I was a little guy, and like even just getting pushed up against the cage, I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, we're gonna have to work on yeah. something. So it's like a weird in between. But 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 here uh, at one seventy, I feel so much stronger. One because everybody's like around my size, you know, and uh, you know, I, I have like a more tools. I feel so. The, but the, the thing about it is with with the uh, with being able to fight and the time coming back, I would love to fight uh, at that main ninth card. Would be yeah. awesome, you know. Like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to fight as soon as I possibly okay. can because for me, the desire has been there for like a couple months. Yeah, yeah. and and, and uh, if the opportunity arises, I'm, I'm gonna jump into it. It's gonna be tough for sure, but it's it's like a weird uh, fear and and, and uh, excitement, oh, you know, because the fear the fear is. You don't know what's happening. You don't know when it's going to be. You don't know like, how it's going to be, what the situation is going to be. And then the excitement is the same exact thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all that makes it exciting also. And uh, I think it would be great to get back uh, as soon as possible. <laughs> um, let me ask you this. You were at one of the greatest teams in the world, like we talked about. Now you're at one of the other ones. What went into the, I mean, I know you're all, you're, you're picking, you're choosing, you're trying to get as many skills as you can. And me personally, I think that, Fighters should have that Ronin mentality. I'm gonna go around. I'm a samurai. I need to learn as much as I possibly can everywhere. Um, what went into your decision to actually go to Alliance uh, and leave AKA? Well, the thing about it is like a that's like the story I was telling about Dan Santo. That was what initially got me to go to California. Because California from New York, I mean, it's a big journey. But at the time, it was huge because uh, MMA wasn't legal yeah. in New York. So, like, I was going to another place, and I was taking a, a, a risk in the sense that I'm just not, a, you know, I can, I can, you know, have conversations and stuff, but I'm not a very, like, a outgoing and a group of people kind of yeah. person. So, for me to jump to another team and, like, do all the stuff was was, was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, so, 
so when I got there, like I set up shop. My, 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 um, my wife came with me uh, after a couple months of you know getting uh, settled there, and I plan on staying there forever. You know, um, but you know, through training and uh, you know being there and and, and getting a lot of uh, good good learning opportunities and stuff like that, I just I just wasn't getting for me what I needed to be able to move forward. You know, like uh, and I saw an alliance because I, I went and visited for a little bit and I trained there and I got to talk to the coaches. Talk to the team, get get the field there, and that it's more of the ideal of what uh, my training and my life as a martial artist should be. You know, like like, like being here, it just it's had that. Also, you know, as far as family goes, you know, uh, my wife had opportunity to work here as well, and you know, find a place to be there. And I wanted to raise my son in, in uh, this area, and so all those things. But but the most important thing I think was just coming and training at the place and. Meeting the team and meeting uh, the coaches, you know, like uh, my my style is weird, you know, like it's it's, it's, it's weird in the sense that while even though I know what mm-hmm. it is, like it, it's never the same for me. Every fight, every fight, whoever, whatever the person does affects the way I, I fight, and I don't like to kind of have a, a a structured, a too much of a structured way of fighting. Okay, you know, and and when I came here and I spoke to everyone, they had an, an idea of how. To set things up to where I, I could kind of, you know, like just just express myself better, and that that, that was a, a an amazing opportunity. Well, being the fact that you're with somebody like Dom Cruz, who's down there, and other people, yeah. I mean, I can you saying that to me, it just it's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like that seems like <laughs> even like everybody who's been there, even in the past, Brandon Veras, mm-hmm. the even the Gus, like everybody, you go down the list of the guys who've been there in the past, but everyone kind of fights. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like it's like very free flowing. Very, it's he, and, and honestly, the head coach there, uh, Del Fiero, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't want to say it wrong. I was like, I know his name, but I just I've been messing it up. But, um, with him, it seems like that his style is like, what's your benefit? How do you do it? And let's, let's rock it, you know, which is really dope, man. Um, that's that's awesome. Well, well two, two things about that, too, that just uh, kind of went into it also, like for me, uh, you know. I, Muay Thai is like my favorite art, even though I did kung fu and stuff like that. Here, like here. I like Muay Thai a lot, and they helped. Like, you know, Angela, she, she she trains there, and she evolved uh, amazingly there, She's and, and gained so many other abilities. Amazing, right? <laughs> like 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 the best of the best. And, and then also, even coming off of injury, uh, I saw how they worked with Dom to come back. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, we 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 watch these things. Like I say, we because. I am I'm, I'm an athlete in the sport, but I'm a fan like almost almost first, you know. So I've been watching for so long, you know that uh, I've seen athletes come back from injuries before, and I used to watch I watched so many documentaries on ESPN on like all kinds of all kinds of online things, and it seems like so uh, like it's almost it has to happen. But then when I was going through it, I saw that no, like nothing is nothing is uh, definite. At any point, things can go wrong, and you thought you were, you know, going to be fine, and all of a sudden, like, nah, bro, you know, <laughs> it's never going to be the same again, you know. So, so that to me, and seeing how people like that came back, I know the mentality has to be there, you know. I know the skill set was there, and then you know, opportunity was there. So that that was a, a lot of things that also kind of led me to that place. That it makes, dude, that's really dope, man. And I can understand the journey. Now, you you mentioned Angela Hill, and. Mm-hmm. It's it's funny because we're noticing it, and I've and I've seen it too. Black athletes in MMA. Yeah. 
I to this day I still don't believe that black athletes get the the credit and the props that that they deserve. It's it's amazing that we're starting to get we're starting to see like Adesanya do his thing. DC's the name, but even DC doesn't mm-hmm. get the I think the love that he deserves, right? Um, yeah. John, I'm not gonna talk about. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not going there. Um, how how have you seen? the the growth and the adaption and do you think it's something that we need to have a little bit more people need to pay attention to more because let's be honest especially black american dudes we're starting to really run the sport (laughs) well i mean i don't i feel like i mean historically uh it's definitely been that way from from the offset it was just like getting into sports you you can look at all these documentaries where they show like heavyweight boxers uh, and other, other um other like weight classes in boxing like how they kind of came into fighting and being represented what it meant to the people when they fought what it meant to everybody when they fought you know how things how people reacted when the fights were on the radio I'm talking about combat sports not 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 to mention even you know like baseball and and other, other yes. sports like that but just in combat sports what it means when people see someone that looks like them you know in in combat you know like it's it, it just it's it's something that you can't describe, and I think that's why combat sports is so. Uh, I, I, I don't like it's such a, a a deep feeling when you, you're watching it, you know, because because you, you get you get uh, kind of tied into the person, yeah. and you really, really want to see them yeah. win, you know. Like like I, I mentioned before, like, when DC fought uh, fought Miocic, like you know, man, like the the, the second in the second fight, like I mean, yeah, I know the guy, and you know, so. It, it, it hurts a little. It, 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 I felt it a lot for that reason too. But just because I've been a fan of his from before, like you know, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, you like you really, really want to see these people win. And what wh- when they don't, you feel like man, like it's it just such a such a, a loose blow to you. And when you feel that with somebody, you can't help but to check up on them and see how they how they doing and, and want to watch them again. I'm talking about as a fan, of course. just checking to see where their career is going and seeing how they bounce back and these kind of things. Uh, but but to, to, to the main question. Uh, I think it's something we have to be aware of, um, and it's more of how we approach it. You know, like when we're talking about someone, like what are you saying about them, as opposed to like what are you not saying? Like I think one thing uh, black athletes don't get enough credit for is being intellectual. You know, it's like I, I don't just mean like in speech, but I mean like in action. Absolutely. I'm gonna give a prime example, and I'm, I'm trying not to rant. You know, but it's Bro, something you can that rant really all day, man. We're good. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> that really pisses me off. Mike Tyson like, is one of the best boxers, if not the best boxer of all time, right? Like, I love Mike Tyson. If you're from New York, you 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 watch play Mike Tyson and listen to a lot of DMX. You used to go hand in hand and compete and compare uh, prepare for a fight before we compete, right? Yeah. So I've heard for years people say, well, you know, he he was just so explosive and he was just so explosive and he, the genetics of the listen, man, this is a smart and intellectual man. He's in the fight. Like measuring, mm-hmm. like you know, he, he's positioning himself. He's exploding, yeah, but he's not just like blasting off mm-hmm. like a TNT bomb. He it, it, it's it's C four. It, it's specific targeting areas that he's hidden and creating opportunities to land bigger shots. And that is like a a major thing, but it trickles down to everyone. Absolutely. You know, like I, I, it happen a lot. So that, 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 I think that's the main thing. We have to be aware of not just the praise that we give them, but but. How we give to how we give the praise? How do you, how yeah. do you think in that case? How do we make the sport more popular in our communities? Because I feel like we're starting to see people kind of pay attention to the sport, but it's amazing when you actually yeah. look at it. And for black people, I, I look on Twitter every time Connor does something, we're like, oh man, look at Connor doing his thing. <laughs> 
And I'm not trying yeah. to knock Buddy at all. I think he 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 is absolutely an elite talent. But the reason yeah. that he is who he is is because he takes black culture. I, I'm the notorious one. I walk out to Biggie. I'm in L.A. I'm going yeah. da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like we know what's up, man. Like we see this. So how how, how can we elevate it for our for our communities? Well, I think one 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 thing about it is more MMA schools, more Muay Thai schools, more martial arts schools in these areas, like, like in, in our areas. Because growing up, I saw a lot of boxing gyms. As a matter of fact, like my uncles, my uncles were boxers. Uh, you know, like uh, I, I've been in a boxing gym before as a little kid, just sitting down watching people people train, and they were all over the place. Like, I, I, would, I would, even on the J train, just going by, there was a boxing gym just on Myrtle or around Myrtle Ave, like. This, you see them all the time to the point to where it doesn't even affect you anymore. You know? But what that means is there's opportunities to these gyms everywhere. But as far as MMA or Muay Thai or anything like that, or especially wrestling, like there was no wrestling no, gyms. No, you know? no, uh, no. When I was a kid, I wanted to go to high school and wrestle. Like me and my friend Keyshawn, like we really we wanted to be wrestlers. Like we were like, dude, wrestling is it. You know, like like we want we survived WWE and you know, stuff like that too. <laughs> we want to learn how to do everything. And like when we started trying to apply for high schools, we realized that there was no schools in the area. This, this is in uh, you know, ninety eight, two thousand. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. there was no, no schools we're, in the we're area. The same age, bro. Yeah, we're the same uh, age. And I'm from uh, I'm from Chicago actually. So oh, it, well, cool. So, yeah, so real slim, and, and a bunch of my homies are from New York. So like everything you're saying, like it's realistically Chicago, New York. We're the only like metropolises in the states, man. Those are the only real cities. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> we're the only two cities out here, right? So I feel you. So what you're saying, I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean, like, you, you, you didn't have an opportunity to train how to wrestle. You know, like, like, train a, a, a grappling art. I'm not even talk about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You know, just, just you had opportunities for Taekwondo. You, you had opportunities for maybe, maybe judo, but mostly you just had boxing. So we need more, more uh, boxing gyms, more uh, you know, uh, I'm sorry, boxing, more MMA gyms, more, more schools in our neighborhoods to give people the opportunity because. It's not that, like, you know, that we don't like it, you know? It's just that it's not there for you to really connect with it. Because when you compete in it, you're able to see the little nuances that make it interesting. You know, a, a good example, like, me and my grandfather, like, me, I grew up with my grandfather. Him, me and him watched every boxing match you could think of. Like, like, like everything. Like, like, every week, all week, we watched boxing all the time. Absolutely. But, well... Two two times we had an opportunity to watch MMA and kickboxing, and we kind of just like oh, I don't know about this. We watched a kickboxing match. I can't remember who the guys were, but it was exciting because they were striking. We understood striking, you know. And there was some kicks, and we were like, mm, you know, got to an axe kick. We were like, uh, but, but, okay, cool, 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 you know. But we watched it. But it was an MMA match we watched, and we were excited about it. And then they got the guy got taken down. Me and him just sitting there looking. You know, and I and I was like, you know, really, really young at the time, but he didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> we changed the channel because yeah. we just didn't understand. I think the 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 public as a whole has a better understanding of what MMA is and what jujitsu and wrestling you know, are, so they can kind of bridge that gap. But I think if we had more schools in our neighborhoods. We would be able to do it a lot, you know, faster, and it would definitely take up faster. That's what's up. No, I think you're right. I really think you're right. Um, it's, it, it is, I think, a lack of just, it, it's a, it's a lack of exposure. 
It's just a yeah. lack of exposure, and I'm glad that it seems like we're finally getting we're getting people like yourself who are knocking people's faces off. Like that always <laughs> helps, you know. And and it's continuing to grow, man. But now I want to talk about something fun. And I really appreciate your time today, man. Seriously, this is dope. Hey, no He's problem. Like, we're chilling, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, comic books. Mm-hmm. Spider Man. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I seen it, bro. He, I'm be honest with you, he's he's one of my top three, especially Miles Morales. I'm glad to hear. Brother, I'm, I'm black and Puerto Rican. I, I had to. I found one. <laughs> I was excited, man. Hey, but before that, the closest thing we had was uh, Miguel O'Hara in 2099. <laughs> man, right, right. So we finally got one. So I'm excited. You know, had so um, comic books, man. Is this something that you've always been involved in? You've always loved. And, and what is it with you and Spider-Man? Oh, well, Spider-Man, first of all, I have to make this announcement, is the greatest superhero of all time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, you know, there it is. <laughs> like, I'm joking, but I'm dead serious at the same time. But uh, but, but seriously, like, I, I, I like comic books a lot. Spider-Man, for me, was the first comic book that I ever got. My grandfather bought me my first Spider-Man comic book at Coney Island when I was, uh, like, seven years old. And, you know... That I re- I like to read before, yeah, yeah. but once I got my hands on that first comic book, and it was uh, I'll tell you exactly what it was. It was um, <laughs> it was uh, Spider Man and Human Torch fighting uh, Venom, and and yeah. the the cover was amazing. I read it, got really involved, in it, but, but what I liked a lot was Spider Man was a, a science nerd, yeah. and I was I kind of still am a huge science nerd, and I, I I read his origin, and what was crazy about him was he got picked on all the time, but when he got superpowers. He didn't beat up his bullies. Like he started to no. save. He saved Flash. Time. He, he he did all these things to save the high school. That that where he was getting tormented. He had like one or two friends there, but he always protected them because it was the right thing to do. And of course, he had the you know the, the responsibility situation with, uh, with Uncle Ben that helped them. But it was just it was just that part I always kind of connected with. Mm-hmm. And then uh, from there, I went from him to a bunch of other combos because I never had a combo shop in my in my neighborhood, but. It had this store called Key Point where they sold for a dollar. You got three comic books. You know, you you could see <laughs> one on the outside, one on the, on the other side, and one in the middle was a mystery one. So I ended up getting like a bunch of other comic books that I would never have bought before mm-hmm. and read them. Oh, it was pretty good. That's what's up. They kind of like uh, snowballed into an avalanche of comic books. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, it's cool. I, so the reason I, I bring it up and I ask, um, I, I'm, a, I'm a big comic book fan. I was, as a grown up, I was into it. And when I see individuals, especially, you know, in combat sports who grew up, like, bro, I got into martial arts because of Ninja Turtles. Now you're going to stunt. 1,000% Ninja Turtles. You know? I, I, I believe it. It's it. Oh, and yeah. especially the generation that we're from. You know, that was like yeah. the cartoon, you know? Well, but that, that and also um, martial arts movies, like the old martial arts movies, yes. uh, Power Rangers, mm-hmm. uh, w- I don't even remember the show. It was called WMAC Masters. It used to come on a long time ago. Yes. It was yeah. It was almost like WWE, but with martial arts. Man, that show got me hurt so many times. <laughs> like, the, the, the black dude with the dreads who was like a cyborg or something. And then and another one that had the, the, the whip on his on yep. his hair and he was swinging around the Willie the Willie Whip. I I and he had his son too. Man, I used to get so excited watching these shows. So I understand what you're saying. What, <laughs> I understand. Um all right, man. Um and we'll keep it with a little fun, man. Even though quarantine is not as fun, what have you been doing yourself? I know I know you want to fight, I know you're getting ready to get get after it, man, but um what is how how are you keeping yourself just you know, getting through this time? 
Oh, well, I mean, you know, I hang out with my family a lot, you know, because uh, <laughs> we're all here together, you know, and I, I usually play a lot of it. So it's kind of like, this isn't much different than how I, <laughs> how I use it. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it, it, it's kind of a joke, but it's true. Like, I play video games all the time, uh, you know, read comic books, watch anime, and I go train, you know, and then in between that, you know, like uh, I pick up my, my wife from work, I pick up my son from school, and then we hang out. And I, you know, he's by grace of God, just like me. He, he like he likes comics and uh and, and video games too. So we kind of go through that through throughout the day, yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, kind of set that groundwork early. You know, so <laughs> so every day we're, we're able to hang out together and deal with that. And um, so I'm doing all that stuff, and also like you know, reading books that like uh I had a a, a long time plan to read. I now I have the opportunity to, to get into it and uh, just just learn learn new things every day. Like uh, it's it's. Everything is to me, yeah. It's gonna sound kind of crazy, but everything is related, right? So, like the the reading comics and the watching, you know, the anime and playing video games. That's a great way to focus in a different way. Kind of like let your mind relax. I forgot the name of the uh, the, the the author, but this this author she talks about um about how your brain works and how like you can kind of have this diffuse mode where you relax your brain and as you relax your brain like you're able to, to to recall things better and like you know and, and make things happen faster uh it's just pretty much just saying like how when you train and you like say you're doing biceps all day right like you need to relax and do something else you know like uh even if it's not workout related and give your, your muscles a chance to to to, to heal and, and grow the same thing happens to some extent with neurons in your, your, your neurons in your, in your in your brain you want to give you yeah they're, they're, they're wired together and everything's fine but you need to relax and let all the chemicals kind of like like release so you can do things better. So, you know, a little bit of play, a little bit of work, and then all of a sudden work becomes play. They all start to kind of uh, twine together. So, you know, just <laughs> doing those kind of things. So what we're saying, people, is go out there and read some books. Don't just sit out yeah. here in, in, in Netflix and chill. Come on, read a book. There's uh- <laughs> <laughs> stuff there, too, you know. Uh, th- 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 there, is, there is a lesson to be learned in every single like form of entertainment there is. I mean, a lot of the books that I've read, I've read because I was watching something and they mentioned Hemingway and I was like, oh, what's this Farewell to Arms thing? And let me go read this. This sounds awesome. And then, you know, that uh, Jekyll and Hyde from, uh, you know, just The Incredible Hulk. You know, like uh, from... Uh, we got to, uh, another time, I guess. Dude, but, yo, <laughs> we can 1,000% do this again and talk all... Like comic book... Yeah. Bro, I am all about that life. We can do that. <laughs> I was going to say, just, just that The Incredible Hulk and Jekyll and Hyde and... All these kind of things that kind of you know push you to like if if you're interested in a little bit, mm-hmm. it's a good chance if you read a lot about it, you'll be interested in a lot. So just just like putting it that way, yeah. You know? No, it makes sense, man. Well, look here. Before I get you out of here, let, let's let's do this then. Um, mm-hmm. For people listening, let me get because all of us, like I said, I keep I keep calling it a Corona and combat because we might as well, like I said, tag it. You know, we're doing our thing, man. So um, give me one classic fight. Give me mm-hmm. one book, one movie that you recommend um, for during this time that people can go ahead and check out? Ooh, one classic fight. That's, that's, you, you know what it is? Like, that's a hard one because there's a lot of stuff so that I, I think, uh, so maybe we should go for, 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 for length, maybe, hmm. oh, man. I, man, that, that, that's that's almost like it feels a little, t- a little too difficult for me. Okay, I don't know. Give, give me your top three favorite fights. If you just off the top of your head, just give me like because I know it's easier with like not to whittle it down. Just give me a couple yeah, of them. Just throw them because there are so many great fights. Uh, 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 j- 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 just trying, just trying to grade them is is hard. But 
I would say, uh, like, for, for all sports, or just MMA? MMA. MMA? 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 No, MMA, kickboxing, boxing, some combat sports. Well, if we, okay, if we do kickboxing, I'm going to say uh, this is a great one that I, I, I really, really like is uh, this guy, uh, Musashi. Um, sorry, Masato. Uh, Masato. Okay. Uh, Kobayashi Masato versus Arthur Kinshenko. That's like one of my favorite fights, uh, kickboxing to watch. Yeah. Um, but MMA. Okay, one. Yeah, also came one. Yeah. Man, came one. Ooh, this is my jam. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> for, 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 for MMA, um, I'm gonna say uh, it's, it's gonna be an Anderson Silva fight for sure. Uh, <laughs> kind of like you know, like going through all, all the different uh, you know the things. It's gonna be an Anderson Silva fight for sure. I would say uh, Anderson Silva versus um, maybe Stephen Bonner. Yeah, I, I was I was gonna say I was gonna say Man. you know uh, Forrest Griffith because yeah. the Forrest one you know, but I feel like he did a lot of cool stuff in that Stephen Bonner fight that some people kind of didn't like uh, didn't pick up on. So 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 maybe that one. That's but a great that, fight. It, it, it's something else. All right, but, but and, and then uh, for, for for boxing like. Any Mike Tyson one is good. Any Pernell Whitaker one is good. You know, like, uh, but I'm I'm gonna say, j just as somebody to to look at that I, I like a lot, uh, I will go with any one of the Hagler and Hearns or Ooh. anyone. Uh, anyone. Just the anniversary of that fight uh, day before yesterday. Oh yeah. Yep. Well, yep. Perfect opportunity right there. Like like watching 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 any watching the fights and. Breaking them up and just looking at segments and just seeing the artistry and the genius involved and all these little things. Like, yeah, these guys trained hard and you know they 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 had a lot of um, like what's the word I'm looking for here? Like a uh, kind of pre-packaged responses in terms of the, the execution because they they had them from from previous experience. Mm -hmm. But when you look at the amount of judgments they make on a just 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 within like a, a, a two minute span, you know, like like he moves, he 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 reacts to that movement, he faints, he sees the reaction to the faint, like. It's crazy. I love those fights. So, 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 so definitely, definitely those. Um, for a book, uh, I think a, a really well. I want to say the Tao you can know. You know, great book. Yeah, that's a good one. I want to read and think about. Not not to read. It's like a like. Let me go through this book. But read a couple quotes. Look at things a little bit, and then you can see how how they are. Uh, that would be a good one. Um, and you said movie. Movie. I'm probably gonna stay on the same route, but I'm gonna go with uh, Last Dragon. So <laughs> the Last Dragon. Yeah, I, I watched that. That's another movie from when I was a kid. That used to get me hype. Like before I saw Goku go Super yeah. Saiyan, I saw this. Dude, <laughs> you know, I saw him be, be, become the master, and I was like, okay, this guy is cool. So I think that that's another going well, to. Bro, now you, you like that one because now you guys are literally about to be fighting out there in the Kumatang. That's why. That's uh. <laughs> <laughs> then I got fight out. Y'all go straight Kumatang out there, man. Oh man, that, well, that, that that that's that whole like like a uh, Bloodsport into the Dragon vibe, you know? Like you just facts. <laughs> you can't no, beat it. That's awesome, man. Well, um, well, dude, Dwight, man, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Um, last thing I want to ask you before you get out of here. Um, if you have an opportunity for to tell somebody, you want to introduce you to somebody through your fights. Which one of those fights would it be? Oh man, that's a. I, I guess it have to be one of the more recent ones. I would say the fight versus maybe uh, Pertusoli in Prague. Maybe that one. Yeah, because uh, 
like that was me yeah. like you know like like that was almost like what's going on now like me kind of like hunkering down but this this is who i am this is how i fight and i want to fight the that way i fight i want to fight the way i like to fight oh uh, thanks <laughs> yeah and and and, it, and and you know it looks it looks like really like i kind of watched it since you know and it looks like kind of wild because i do like a, like a lot of weird stuff like ducking under kicks you know but that's how i feel like that's how i express myself and i felt like i felt like i was me so that's definitely the one i'm gonna to be watch. honest with you that's the fight where i was like because you see guys coming from the contender series and all the other ones and you're like oh, okay we'll see how they do that's the fight that i saw i was mm-hmm. like oh this dude's for real i was like oh okay <laughs> like bro one of the most like i said devastating knockouts man great performance man and you, bro much continued success for the rest of your career, man. I will hopefully do this again. Um, where can people find you? Uh, I'm on a, uh, I'm on Instagram, uh, Dwight Grant MMA, and Twitter as Dwight Grant. Yeah. Oh, and, and also like uh, like video games and stuff like that. Like I, I have my Punches and Dragons uh, thing that I do like uh, for video games, and I post, <laughs> like I post about every day uh, on there on Instagram. Do, uh, so that Twitch. Twitch. Oh yeah, Twitch is the same thing. Uh, Punches and dragons. Right. Yeah. I, I'm trying to get into I need to get into video games. Like I've been wanting to. Like that's the one thing I don't. So I'm gonna check it out. I'm telling you, you, you want to talk about video games, you come to the right place. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to make it right, man. Is, no man. problem. Well, Dwight, man, thank you so much once again, brother. I, I hope we can do this sometime again soon. Good luck with everything. And mm-hmm. I hope we can get you out here fighting soon. I hope maybe on May 9th, maybe the card right after that. Who knows? All right, thank you so much, man. I really Absolutely, appreciate it. Bro. You have a good one, man. Take care. All right, all right, guys. All right. That was a fun one, man. That was a great one, man. Uh, Dwight uh, Grant, good dude, man. Good dude. If you haven't had an opportunity, I am telling you he was 1,000% correct. That Carlo Petrozzi fight that he had um, was super entertaining. One of the best one-round fights you'll see. And it's funny that he brought that up, especially right after talking about the Hagler-Hearns fight, which is like one of the greatest one-rounds you'll ever see. Same thing. Amazing one-round fight. Um, he went out there, did work, man. This dude is this dude has an opportunity to be a legitimate star. Um, I'm really happy that he came on the show, man. And as always, man, I'm happy that you guys are here joining me once again today, man. So without further ado, this has been the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, the Fight Podcast. I am your host, the Underground King, Sergi Sente. We will see you guys right here on the Fight Podcast next time, man. Thank you guys for joining us. And don't forget to sign up for Hot Mike, man. Sign up for Hot Mike. Use promo code Sergio, and uh, we'll keep the party going. Take care.